Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. this time actually that's can i yeah that's my april fool's joke is that i don't have anything funny to say it's actually that's it that's the podcast that's all for coming we don't have any bits and we don't want to think of them so that's the harmless april fool's joke that i have to bring into the space today yeah i appreciate that is that the our april fool's joke is is that you're welcome (laughs) yeah you're welcome yep is that every 30 seconds or so we're just gonna scream no that would be mean (laughs) and also i can't count that much (laughs) as we've learned (laughs) so that would be more of a a crime to myself (laughs) as we learned like two weeks ago when you tried to count up to 20 and it took like oh my god four minutes Stop. y'all don't know but i cut out a lot of the silence because <laughs> it was unlistenable but it was listen, a long time listen there's a reason why i find that vampire puppet from sesame street so attractive. One, I can't believe we're going back to this. <laughs> Two, because he can count. Okay, and that is a, that. There are two levels of aspiration there. Right. One, immortality. <laughs> two, being able to count. Okay, this is what peak performance looks like. That is that is the ideal human to me. The ideal mate. Is oh, someone my God. who can count and who can live forever. I I thought we, like, were over the hump of you just, like, endlessly talking about the fictional vampires that you're horny for. No. Especially ne- from children's media. Specifically. <laughs> <laughs> okay, The no. literal count. <laughs> no, fuck you. If people can be horny on main and, and draw... The Lion King characters into like fit outfit. If they can like redraw them and post that shit on main, yeah, I am allowed to talk about the aspirational man that uh-huh. formed my youth, which is Count from Sesame Street. They wrote articles about that. Week, however, in quarantine, and we have regressed significantly, as you can certainly understand. One of the things that fucked me up the most was that, like, as soon as that stuff came out about the Lion King drawings, <laughs> people were like, some of you don't understand what the NSFW filter is. And other people were like, 
folks aren't using it anymore because none of you are going to work anymore. <laughs> so that's why people are being horny on me. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. We've just opened the floodgates. <laughs> yeah, it's about to get real nasty here. Oh, God. Which is terrifying. Anyways, welcome to Into the Twilight, where it's always nasty on Maine. Come on. Can we? <laughs> I mean. No, you're not, Is it huh? not? No, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's true. Please, Hey, can someone cut that and save that <laughs> for me? I'm going to use that for later. <laughs> <laughs> I need to save that in case. Just save it for court reasons, probably. <laughs> Cody, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty okay, you know? Yeah. No, I Living life. Um, a fun thing that happened over the past, I think it was yesterday, um, mm. I came into the possession of 18 mangoes. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, is this a math equation? <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I am literally in the textbook. I'm like the ridiculous scenario that would never happen. It's me. I'm that. That's me. Everyone open up to page 64. Um, today's written equation is Cody has zero mangoes. Yeah. Cody's roommate then gives them 18 mangoes. You're saying this is a joke, but that's exactly what happened. <laughs> My roommate came home the other night. I was like, the first thing she said, I was on a Zoom call and I muted myself because she looked very, she's like, this is important. And first thing she said was, we have 18 mangoes now if you want them. <laughs> it was $4, so we just have a cart of mangoes. Have at it. And now I've been eating a lot of mangoes recently is the thing. Sure. That's my new life island time. Um, that's what I've been doing lately. It's just eating mangoes. Yeah. Listen, mangoes are great. I've just uh, never... No, I agree. I've never had just so, so many mangoes <laughs> at my disposal. <laughs> right, yeah. What the fuck, first of all? Um, I, I didn't... I guess I didn't realize that mangoes were native to Chicago. Uh, where you were able to get them for such a cheap price yeah it was from this place like in the burbs where it was like a very cheap like produce kind of spot where they just have like a fuck ton of shit and it's all like a couple bucks sure. um that's I, it's a thing i guess but lo and behold we have a cart full of mangoes great that's great yeah well um i how are you dude what's good what's common um, well i <laughs> If we, sorry, if we can go back to problem five on our page class. Um, Allie has none mangoes. Yes. <laughs> Would you like it. some? I can just chuck it. I no, it's like, okay. No. Put a stamp on it, see how far it goes. No, it's okay. Um, I, I am okay. Um, I'm kind of like dual wielding both my inhalers at the moment just trying to kick my bronchitis right now right um i'd had like a momentary lapse between last week and this week where i was like hey things are like not okay um and then i called my doctor and she was like oh the doctor that you spoke to last week had told you 
that you weren't, that you were supposed to, like, stop taking one of your inhalers, and that's wrong. So go back to taking both your inhalers. And now I can breathe again, which is like, whoa. So I'm just, like, pumping my lungs full of this good, good air, um, which is great stuff. Just real um, purified shit, baby. <laughs> real, just real purified, wet air, um which is great. Um, I did drive to the pharmacy today. Uh, one, cause I needed to get my antidepressants. Um, but also just to like feel alive. Um, so that was great. Lots of good stuff. Um, I am playing a lot of Animal Crossing. So that Hell is the yes. highlight of my week. Um, how, however, folks, <laughs> If you are playing Animal Crossing, you will also understand um, that because it is now April, Bunny Day has started, um, which means that my true and only nemesis, (laughs) (laughs) the Easter Bunny, has arrived on my island, and I... That bad uh, boy. He is uh, the... He is a nightmare. Um, And this will become more relevant content to our podcast um, once Cody actually gets a switch. Soon. It soon. It's en route. It's on the way. <laughs> it is. I will say, um, I do like the idea of you, like, with two inhalers, just kind of like, you know how, like, in, in Westerns, they got, like, they're spitting their pistols, like, on their fingers and stuff? Like, yep. cool, like, like just you with your <laughs> inhalers, like, what the fuck's up, y'all? It is. It's a big mood, um, especially because of the fact that, like, right now as my bronchitis is subsiding, but, like, allergy season is, like, really picking up. I'm really not doing much, just, like, working from home, vibing in the house, <laughs> playing Animal Crossing, and yet yeah. my lungs are just like, uh, nah, dude. <laughs> uh, we're just it's actually not... too much for me. Yep. Yeah. Um, You're exerting a lot think... of energy right now, and I don't appreciate it. But, like, actually, though, and I keep thinking, like, oh, am I just, like, having a constant panic attack? Um, or am I lungs just collapsing? And I'm like, mm, let me just see. <laughs> um, but it's it's all good here. Just really thankful for my cats. And really thankful that uh, Nailed It has a new season out. Ooh, fantastic. So if you all need something that is not... Um, you centric like in the you universe um nice that would be a great thing to enjoy lots of good stuff there hell yeah we do have some current events to talk about a lot of dakota centric things this week actually thank god honestly i bless her truly the first one is something that you added to our twitter I think it was like a week ago. Um, yeah, would probably. you like to introduce it to this? Yeah, um, this is the worst video I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, we we've talked recently about how Dakota Johnson's been kind of like having a little moment lately. Like she's having a yeah. lot of fun, but she's just being weird, like in a very she delightful really let way. Loose. Right, she's letting loose for sure, and I think those are getting heightened, you know, with, like, isolation and quarantine or whatever, um, which is very fun, but also very terrifying. It's true. So she posted this video of her being like, I'm going to teach you guys how to wash your hands. And then she she does it, 
but here's the fun gag. Here's the little the little switcheroo here. It's not her arms. It's it's Chris Martin's arms and hands <laughs> just sticking in between hers, doing the mo- the motions. And I love it. It's so chaotic. I one I love that she was like quote tagged by Olivia Wilde to do this. Right, real recognizes real for sure. I I originally because one you shared this on our Twitter, um, yeah. but also I saw it on Olivia Wilde's um, Instagram as well. Um, <clears throat> and the first time that I saw it, it I I don't know how I saw it. I think I had my phone propped up somewhere, and at first glance, I thought that. Dakota Johnson was just like being her chaotic self and I was like oh Dakota Johnson you're just so quirky and then the second time that I watched it I was like wait a second are those her hands um and then I understood like oh okay so it's a it's a cute thing it's a weird thing um and I understood so listen I appreciate them um i appreciate these attempts to like bring some levity and I would rather something like this than the celebrities right now who are like I'm so bored um life is so hard right oh uh, if only I could just sing an inspirational tune exactly instead of giving away any of my money <laughs> I appreciate something like this that is like still I don't know I it's attempts at levity, which I can appreciate right now. So, and it's Dakota Johnson and Chris Martin being very, well, Dakota Johnson being very chaotic. I honest to God don't know a lot about Chris Martin's personal life. I only know him <laughs> as Coldplay Man. So the other thing that has come out in this past week is this, what I originally thought was just like a, a lot of the like news on the street things that we get. Um, kind of like the one that we talked about with Case 2 last week was a very, like, it's a just Jared kind of thing where it's just basically photos that are stuck up on this random website. But the one that we have this week about Dakota Johnson was posted on Vogue's website, which is very... You know. <laughs> sure. You know, it'd be like Hard-hitting journalism. <laughs> yeah. And this one is about Dakota Johnson and Chris Martin. As it says on here, quote, keeping it real for their dog walk. And you'd think Vogue, right? You'd think like, oh, they're in something fashionable. And it literally, no. No. Um, They're in sweats and tennis shoes. Yeah. It's the wildest thing. So they're walking there, I think, is a Yorkie. Can we talk about this dog for a minute, please? This dog has a beard. It does. <laughs> dog has a beard and old man eyebrows, and it's so fucking funny. Which makes sense because this dog's name is Zeppelin. Yeah, I feel like this dog is four thousand years old. <laughs> yeah, this dog has secrets, and uh, given that it lives with Dakota Johnson and Chris Martin, like has insider trading secrets. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I what. So, first of all, that. Second of all, I need to talk about their fashion choices here, which yes, usually I don't give an, a single fuck. Right. 
But first of all, Dakota Johnson looks cozy as all hell. Love that for her. Happy for her. I don't, I don't, in the best way possible, I could not care less. Got no qualms. No qualms. What I care about is Chris Martin. And I don't usually say that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The last time I think I actually cared about Chris Martin was... Honest to God, maybe 12 or 13 years ago when I was like deep in the paint, cared about Coldplay. The only time, like I, my interest in Coldplay has resumed solely because of the fact that Dakota Johnson is dating the lead singer. Yes. But we need to talk about what Chris Martin is wearing in these photos. Yeah. Primarily because of the sweater, which is nice. It's not, it's inoffensive. One might even say kind of nice. Right. It's got a little, like, tricolor cuffed moment. It's a white sweater. It's not... three color. It's not bad. It's fine. How, it's however... <laughs> yes. It's LA. Right. In March. Yeah. In daylight, which tells me, like, it's warm-esque. Yeah. And he's wearing a hat, a sweater, right. pants, and... The part that really fucked me up and you up is a knit scarf. Yeah. Why? How are you? It's not that cold there, sir. Yeah. I just did a I quick have... little Google um, of how hot Los Angeles is. Uh, and yesterday it was uh, low of 57, high of 77. I would die. In a sweater and a scarf, I would, my body would burst into flames. I think it would just be. If it was any higher than 64, probably, and I was in a sweater, like a, what, he looks like he's in a thick sweater, too. Yeah, it looks thick. Not like a cotton long sleeve shirt and a knit a knit scarf and a hat and knowing he's like a dude he's probably wearing like a t-shirt and like a tank top underneath right (laughs) Uh, that's so many layers i would be dying um no thanks yeah no high hard hard pass anyways um i just had a lot of questions about like why why yes i think that's a great a great question Unless he's, like, cold-blooded. You know what I mean? But also... (laughs) (laughs) He's just a frog. (laughs) (laughs) Which, like, you know what? Live your truth, I guess. Yeah. Uh, So, just a a couple quick things here. Um, One is to bring all of you up to speed, because I didn't know about this, which means that some of you might also know, not know about this, unless you all have been keeping this from me personally, which, like, maybe... Can you share the last piece of news that we have this week, which is some Ketchup oh. Boy and Daddy Colin news? Do I have to? Uh, just, just a brief, <sighs> just a brief clip. Jackson Rathbone is being horny on Maine again, but this time <laughs> for the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, being horny on Maine for the Newton folks, and it's yeah, great. Guys, so yeah, so Peter Facinelli tweeted... An article 
about him <laughs> saying yeah. that he loves Twilight because it brings people joy because during the Newtons. Pure. And so he was like, stay safe and healthy out there. This too shall pass. Which also, the Twilight Twitter account hopped on that real quick and sent a couple blue heart emojis. No. To which seven people retweeted that specific tweet. I don't know why. Anyway. So Jackson Redcon quote tweeted that original tweet and said, damn straight, daddy. With a little little kissy winky face. That really, um, that's powerful. You know? Yeah. I I think the Collins are gonna cure this thing. I think this... (laughs) I think they got the power. This is it. I mean, if anyone could, <laughs> it's them, you know? Right. <clears throat> I think they, I believe. And, <laughs> the magic and, is real. And if anything has taught me this week, it's to not stop believing. Oh, so stop. <laughs> Spoilers. <sighs> if that's the only thing that we've been talking about for the past, like, month or something, so... Um, okay, so we have, it's less of a listener question and more just a listener comment. Um, this is from one of our fantastic patrons, um, Rebecca Steele. Oh, shout out. And so Rebecca sent us an email saying, I just wanted to show you all what you have to look forward to in Hidden Bodies so you can mentally prepare for a single solitary smiley face. And so apparently at some point, <laughs> at some point yeah. in this story, there's just a smiley face. <laughs> Why? I, uh, and it doesn't even look like it's in reference to dialogue. It's just, yeah, it looks so absent from everything else. Yeah, it's, it's on its own line, it oh looks like. It is this. I, it, uh, I hate it. This is the most unnerving scavenger hunt of my life because I'm always just going to be afraid it's going to come. <laughs> and I'm like, just like peering it, around corners, like looking for it. It is the most out of context. This is the scariest thing that's ever <laughs> existed. Scarier than the Animal Crossing bunny? That is what the Animal Crossing bunny looks like. Ah. like <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and the more that I look at this single solitary smiley face, the more that the dots look different sizes. Like, the eyes look like different sizes, and I have to scroll away because it's the scariest thing I've ever seen. Okay, so, last week, <laughs> my boyfriend, Chris, um, <laughs> Did a beautiful job. <laughs> tried, his, tried his absolute best um, helping us recap some of the experiences of Joseph trying to get to LA and plot his murder for singular Amy Adam. Right. Um, Who's, you know, trying to go for improv dreams, chasing her improv dreams. Listen, she just wants to make it to Hollyweird. Like, (laughs) like (laughs) the best of them, you know? Yeah. Just wants to do her best. And she wants to watch UCB shows for like a year before she has the courage to actually just go to a class. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah. She just wants to sit through a lot of 
shitty comics <laughs> saying a lot of really inappropriate and offensive jokes. Yeah. Um, before she realizes that she can do a lot better. Right. And you know what? That's fair. Um, so, I... Everything about Amy Adams... Possessive? <laughs> Fuck, I hate this. Um, everything about her dream makes me want to die a little bit as someone who does not like improv. Um, yeah. But I, it's, it's hard because I just can't relate. That um, I, I just want to honor her dreams and be like, I support you and I on like live that. But also, have you heard of anything else? Right. Uh, because be- have you? Did you know that you can just like start a podcast instead? Like you don't have to be in person with these people. Um, yeah. But that's that's okay. You you'll figure it out for yourself at some point. Um, so he's, he's on his way. Um, when we last heard from Joseph, he like threw some books at a kid (laughs) in a stairwell and was on his way to California. So chapter seven. And also this will mean nothing to folks, um, except for some of our patrons who are going to be getting our podcast notes, but I have provided and, uh, some more photos to accompany um, this week. Um, so if you are interested in getting our podcast notes, um, with some, <laughs> some of these photos, uh, you are more than welcome to enjoy mm. them. Chapter seven starts off with Joseph on a- He hopped on a flight to LA. <laughs> yes. What I personally imagined was a nonstop, which, uh, I know that flight and I don't like it so sorry to his back (laughs) (laughs) um and he the only thing that he says he's doing on this flight is fucking around on Facebook (laughs) (laughs) look how you've become the thing you hated most Joe yep you die a hero or you live long enough to fucking see yourself become a villain I guess the whole um, thought process of this entire situation is baffling to me. A, he had to buy internet for this, which yep. also psychotic. Yeah, if you that's do that, terrifying. I immediately don't trust you as a person. But he's like, yeah, okay, I'm going to buy internet go- to go on social media. I'm not going to read a book, even though I fucking love books. You know me. I'm going to make a Facebook profile for me, not an alias. And then I'm just yep. going to start randomly going into like improv facebook groups and just like getting a bunch of douchebag improv friends in la so i can fucking kill you (laughs) he had like a four-step process here he was like get on plane yes scope out the ladies right see the hot babes you know step three order a sprite zero and vodka (laughs) step four buy internet for a five-hour flight because right. yeah. I am broke, but somehow have enough money to buy a nonstop flight and also internet Wi-Fi and also alcoholic drinks on this flight. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Because it seems like you just lost a lot of substantial income because all of your good, expensive books were stolen. And now you're on a expensive plane ride. And are able to, like, move cross-country. Interesting, Joseph. What's Step happening? Five. What's going on? 
Step five, yes. stay on Facebook for five <laughs> hours in what is supposed to be like 2017, 2018. Right. Whatever. Yeah. What the fuck? The last time that I spent more than five minutes yeah. cumulative on <laughs> Facebook was yeah. in, honest to God, maybe 2009. Sure. 2010 maybe I, I don't I don't know what you could possibly do at that time now yeah but that's what Joseph does this whole chapter <laughs> yeah he's just like, <laughs> scrolling like he says that his journey on Facebook during this time was inspired inspired <laughs> by Toretto and O'Connor from Fast and the Furious. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> the same way that they needed to, quote, assemble a team to find a corrupt Brazilian drug lord <laughs> is how he needed to find friends that go to UCB so that he could fuck over Amy Adam and kill her. Yeah. It be, that makes a lot it, of sense. <laughs> you know how it be like that sometimes, ladies? <laughs> when you need to assemble your squad of yeah. improv folks <laughs> to fuck over your ex? I hate him. I hate it here. <laughs> I hate this. <sighs> Anyways, I spent most of this chapter honestly trying to figure out all of these new names and how they stood up to, like, the TV show. Oh, yeah. And I can't really figure it out yet. Um, so I was like, that was how I most of my mental <laughs> energy was spent. Yeah, that's that's understandable. I do, I would like to bring up the fact of this cursed, like, screenplay monologue he starts writing in a rage. Oh, please. He, so he's sitting, he's in the plane, and he's, he's like, all right, I've, I've done my sleuthing, I found a couple people, I've seen, I've gone down some website rabbit holes, whatever, saw some really of, bad comedians. <laughs> one of which his name is Harvey Swallows, just. Yeah, why not? Real why name, not? please, is a, yep, definitely a real name, Harvey Def- Swallows. Definitely not a criminal, for sure. Yep. Definitely not. So he's like, all right, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, like make a little casting situation here to try to find her really like wide in the neck here so he's like all right are you a tall hot babe (laughs) from the height of 5'7 to 5'11 I can't really be sure who knows send back photos and also whatever we'll get in touch and immediately he's just like swathed with all these babes being like please god give me a job Yep. He's like, fuck this commercialist, narcissistic hellhole. God, L.A., so predictable already. I'm not even there. And But he still opens them. Right, of course. He looks at every single one of them. Um, and meanwhile, he is like, he opens a Word document and just like waxes poetic for a hot minute <laughs> about what a fucking bitch Amy Adam is. And it's so, like, he calls her super cunt, which I think is very cool. So yeah, that was cool. really powerful. Yeah, that's not a diss. If you're trying to diss her, that's actually very cool. I wish that was short enough to be a license plate. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because that would be a really good conversation. <laughs> that's just how I feel. 
and how I want to signal myself That's to true. the outside. Um, yeah, like, I'm sorry. Are you getting too close to my car? What part of my license plate does not make it clear that you cannot be that close to my car? Yeah, it's true. But yeah, he, like, goes on this fucking tirade. He's, like, feverishly, like, <laughs> typing, being like, you're such a slut, and, like, your le- legs are never really shaved, even when you do <laughs> shave them, but, like, you're, you're a gold digger, and, God, you, like, you need a haircut, and you're... Also, he gets in this weird fixation about how tall she is, which, like, never was a thing before yep. this. Like, the only discernible feature that we got from her that was that she was blonde and attractive. Like, that was basically the surface level description I feel like we got and sometimes doesn't shave her legs or her vagina <laughs> like that was all that we <laughs> knew about what she looked like but now it's like this, it's like a, the biggest thing in the world he's like you're just so tall and I god it, you're so ugly <laughs> and how could anyone love you god my favorite sentence out of this there's okay there's two parts of this that are my favorite one is when he says blueberries are disgusting and you will die no matter what because <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a fortune cookie to me um just a really threatening <laughs> and the other one is when he's like you suck a good dick but you're not special you're dead oh like, god oh. <laughs> wow joseph Meanwhile, he's doing this at what seems like full screen on his laptop, where there are other people around, and the lady next to him is like, are you a writer? (laughs) Would you like to cast my niece or granddaughter or something in something? Meanwhile, he's probably, like, typing in all caps, like a fucking lunatic. Like, he's cutting out letters from magazines and just taping them on his computer screen. I'm just imagining, like... <clears throat> full brightness like right. 18 font yeah. like making it as noticeable to everyone around him that he's like trying to do this to get as much attention as possible yeah and so <clears throat> i'm just imagining <clears throat> this older woman knocking on the tray table being like um excuse me are you a writer <laughs> or do i need to call the air marshal that's on this flight <laughs> <laughs> You're giving off bad vibes. (laughs) Yeah. Are you a method actor or are you going to uh, kill us all? Yeah. It's a good question. Oh, God. He's the worst. Um, Yeah. I just, I love this, like, aunt figure, though, because she's like, if you are an actor, though, can you check out my niece's website? Uh, (laughs) Here it is. Like, what a nice, doing the Lord's work. Yeah, supportive. Uh, I love that for her. Um, and then when Joseph's like, I'm making an adult movie, actually, she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which, wow. And again, he's still going off in his head of like, I hate all these Angelino people. <clears throat> they just keep hoping. They just keep hoping that everything will be perfect and that's awful because why would you hope for anything? <laughs> Life is meaningless. Yep. Um, and by this point, apparently, he's thought enough that it's been five and a half, six hours or something. Because the pilot's finally like, uh, so we're here, folks. Right. Um, and the last thought that he has before this chapter ends is he's like, I wish I could break open the window and just parachute into this village and find Amy Adam right now. But that would be too easy. And then the chapter ends. 
so strange. What a weird fantasy that you have. Yeah. It's like, no, Joseph, you have to go through LAX in the traffic like everyone else. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> Come on. Welcome. You're not special. No, I would have loved not. a little little scene. Like, this would have been great in the television show where you just like this airplane situation. But I would have loved if he was just like, wow. And that, wow, time flies so fast. Like, that flight felt like nothing. Time flies really fast when you're on Facebook. Hi, I'm Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> 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 Oh, what I would have given. Um, so, chapter eight. If y'all remember from the show, when Joseph gets into LAX in the TV show, he's, like, accosted by all of the people in baggage claim because Henderson is there. Yeah. <clears throat> Which made sense. Um, and would have made sense in this because... <laughs> They've talked about Henderson. Yeah, it's in not a weird poll. Book. No, it's not. It makes sense. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, the book decides to take an interesting direction. Yeah. With the celebrity they've selected. For fun this little section. name drop. It is. It is a fun little name drop. And what is that name drop they decide to do, Cody? <laughs> it's it's hollywood's favorite sean penn it is it is hollywood's favorite sean penn why Um, i don't know i don't know is the thing could you imagine swaths of people being like i gotta get a photo with sean penn right now at lax and that's the thing is that this says like Tourists are slamming into me, all of them in an <laughs> exodus to get pictures of Sean Penn. And what Joseph fails to mention there is that these tourists are all just dads. Like, <laughs> these are all just dads yeah. being like, what up, my man? I've loved you since I was a kid. You right. are great in this thing. They're all just trying to buy him beer at this point. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, it's not anyone our age. For sure. <laughs> so I don't know why. I don't. I don't understand what it is about Sean Penn that needed to be here. But anyways, so um, after this part, Joseph decides to make it really clear, make it real distinction for us. Even though he just spent six hours on Facebook, um, and he's like a real tech guy now. Um, he says he just received two electronic communications. Um, one of those electronic communications that he received was about his apartment. And the other electronic communications that he received was about the job that he inquired about, which is that um, they have a Blu-ray player at his job um, that he applied for so that he can bring any movies that in that he wants to watch during a shift so love that um, but he got really pissed about that because he was like um actually you aren't supposed to watch movies in a bookstore um sorry so, uh do you want to disrespect the books exactly how um, dare you? you the books are trying to sleep actually they don't... <laughs> you have to tuck them in and you can't if, disturb them if you play 
sounds too loud, the words will get jostled, and then you have to put them back on the right pages. So then you ruined a book. You ruined a book. It's <laughs> <laughs> useless. There's nothing. Yeah, you can't scare books like that. That's really rude. Yeah. Um. So apparently, they it takes forever. Traffic. Um. Apparently, even though Joseph lives in New York, he didn't realize that traffic was bad. Um. Which welcome Joseph to the world um and when he finally gets to his apartment um it apparently looks like the building in karate kid which cody if you forgot what that building looks like i have provided it for you um <laughs> in our notes in chapter eight <laughs> <laughs> um, it is, yeah that is what that looks like yep and yep um and if you forgot what sean penn looks like <laughs> I've provided just his eyes for you <laughs> Yeah, I really did the work on this one. I really appreciate it. So, this is where things started to get really fucked up. Um, (laughs) Because I was like, oh, yeah. Like, even though things have been, like, a little bit weird so far, like, at least we finally got into this apartment. Like, we're going to see Delilah. um, My wife. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're going (laughs) to – things are going to start to get normal at this point. And then they don't. (laughs) <laughs> yeah take a couple turns yeah and it that's the part that like really fucked me up a little bit because instead of delilah being i don't know that she was necessarily like the landlord um i think she was okay i couldn't remember because i know yeah. that she had like a full-time job so instead of that being delilah in the book it's some weirdo named harvey yeah who, like, who, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Whose man is this? Yeah. <laughs> who, who is, is this, this guy? man? <laughs> um, I'm sorry to this I man. Don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know who this is. Um, Listen, I will say, I love a man with a catchphrase. I hate this man. <laughs> <laughs> he's got it. Listen, he's not a great guy. But no. whenever there's an awkward silence, he'll just say, am I right or am I right? <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> and it's, it brings me joy every time I see it on the page. I'm like, yeah, Harvey, yes. Harvey is the walking embodiment of an NPC. Yes. Like, whenever he is, yes, whenever there is a silence or whenever he doesn't know what to say, he's like, Am I right? Or am I right? And I'm like, God damn it, Harvey. Like, yeah. what the fuck? So, that that is one of the truths. It's like, if he never knows what to say, he's going to say his catchphrase. And also, one of the truths with him, too, is do not fuck Delilah. Yeah. And so Bit it's of like, an aggressive okay. first day <laughs> interaction. Yes. So it's like, okay, well, Delilah does exist in this world, but not, not in the way that we know. Um, Joseph gets his apartment, um, and it smells awful and is full of pink furniture because someone named Brit Brit had just moved out. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know everything about Brit Brit. Brit Brit is... She's fascinating. We should should have been reading about. Oh, God. This, the idea that, like, she left her parents and got a nose job and then got into drugs 
and rented this apartment and filled it only with pink furniture. She I, really made like a Barbie dream house, like inside this shitty motel apartment. And uh, I commend her for that. I think that's admirable. I think she's really living the LA dream. Yeah. And it's frustrating that we don't get to hear about her story. Right. Little rude. I'll say that. It is. Um, but one day, hopefully someone will tell us the the true story. <laughs> the legend of Brit Brit. We only get to hear about Brit Brit um, from Delilah, who comes in because she's just trying to get a blender. <laughs> she's like, fuck you all. I don't want to I don't want to talk to any of you all. I just need this blender. Um, but I will tell you some of this of Brit Brit's story through me. Um, <laughs> we do find out that in this, um, like in the book, Delilah's name is not actually Delilah. Um, it's Melanie Crane, which sounds what? like a, 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 that's a, that's like a newscaster's name. What the fuck? Right. This is, if you want to be a journalist, that's a fun, snappy name. Like, holy shit. That's fucking Carmen Sandiego shit. Are you kidding me? That's so cool. Yeah. That's like a bad, that really, that's a badass name who like, <sighs> uh, yeah. I feel hoodwinked. I know. I know. That, and we're also getting, like, a, a just a much richer backstory already with Delilah than we ever got from the show. Like, she was like, yeah, I, like, I had an old name, and I, like, fell in love with a married guy at the New York Times, and I it, I blew it, and I'm back here just undercover being a ghostwriter and, and being a journalist or whatever. And I'm like, you're so cool. I want to know everything about you. This is a way more interesting story to me than... Her having this, like, fuckboy cop. And, I mean, I still think that it's interesting that she, like, is has a sister and stuff. But this is a way more interesting backstory to me. That was that, like, she was pursuing journalism. I don't, I like this story way more. Yeah. Um, so, Joseph, of course, is like, wow, a competent woman. But she has a backstory and really, like, shitty dudes. I'm not going to pursue her yet. I'm just going to jack off to her on this pink futon that I have now (laughs) and not do anything about it. But before he can do that, we have to talk about Delilah's tattoo. It's so fucking, it's her one flaw. It's her one flaw. I don't know that I would say it's a flaw. Allie. I <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna look think... you're gonna look me in the eye, even though we're not looking at each other. You're gonna look at me in my soul right now. You're gonna tell me <laughs> you would get a tattoo for Journey's Don't Stop Believing on out of all the places, which we've discussed before at length. Yeah. Your inner thigh. All I'm saying. <laughs> Is, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> maybe, maybe, before she had time to reinvent herself, <laughs> Delilah, like most of us, uh-huh. may have heard that song right more than once in Glee <laughs> and got a little bit tipsy right, and may have wandered... <laughs> 
to a tattoo shop. Right. Mm -hmm. And listen, (laughs) things happen. You know what I mean? (laughs) This is when I find out that you do, in fact, have a Don't Stop Believing tattoo that you drunkenly got in your youth after seeing it on Glee. (laughs) I don't. But honest to God, after this quarantine, if it ever ends, like, don't push me. Yeah. Don't push me. Listen, I'm gonna have one too many glasses of juice and I'll, you can't stop me. You can't tell me to do anything. Listen, all I'm saying is Lizzo knew what she was saying about juice, okay? Yeah, I know. Okay? <laughs> okay! It makes you do wild things. Like, get dirty tattoos on your inner thigh. That's the worst part. The inner thigh is a bad, objectively bad that place to put that. would just so bad. Right, but, like, also just, like, text... Uh, like, that's also, it's got a lot of, you know, sexual implications, surely. Because it's just like, ooh, who gets to read this little thing? Ooh. Yeah, and it's like, surely not me. Right, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, I gotta fucking crack your goddamn neck to get around and look at it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it sounds it's like, like a nightmare. Just the woman who's giving me a bikini wax, I guess. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, like, you're just inviting more, like, so many awkward interactions for the rest of your life. That's a nightmare. And imagine having to explain that every time you're, like, I don't know, go see your fucking gynecologist. Like, you have to be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You ever heard of Journey? Did get this for? <laughs> oh, no. <sighs> That's great. That's great. But yeah, so I, honest to God, if you had asked me when we were watching the season two, like, which character it was, I would not have said Delilah. Oh, yeah. Gun to my head. No fucking way I would have said Delilah. Uh, and that, it, that really throws me for a loop. Um, yeah. Uh, so, wow. <laughs> uh, that really messes me up a little yeah. bit. So, we learn about that. Um, Joseph jerks off on Brit Brit's R.E.B. Uh, <laughs> Brit Brit's pink futon. Um, and then he leaves and goes on a hunt for Amy. He, like, literally, if you seek Amy. So. He's, he's seeking her. <laughs> he's seeking her. Yeah. <sighs> so, oh, wow. that's, it's a real... That's really throwing me for We're finally in the weeds, guys, though. We're in it. We're like, things are gonna pop off. I feel it. I I mean, at this point, like, he's got to be needing love and... What the fuck? 40. Holy <laughs> shit. I was like... <laughs> Our sweet boy? <laughs> um, like, it's gotta be next week, right? I... I sure hope so. What else are we I, doing? Get me out of... Joe's head, or at least give me other fucking people to talk to. God damn it. I know. I know. He would be the worst person to be quarantined with, yeah? Oh my god. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like every woman he's been with was technically quarantined because of him. <laughs> <laughs> if you really think about it. But yeah, no thanks. Big no for me. How, how soon into being isolated with him would he start introducing you to his typewriters you oh, think god like two weeks you think yeah that seems right 
how soon, how, <laughs> do you think after like four weeks you'd be like, babe, can we just bring it out for dinner? I want to introduce someone new to our relationship if that's okay with you. I want to experiment opening this up a little bit. Just think about it. You know what I mean? Just think about it. Oh. I. Wow. (laughs) I just. The idea of it, like, literally sends a chill down my spine. But not, like, in a good way. In a, like, I would rather die instead kind of way. Yeah. Yes. But. I don't want to think about that right now. What I do want to think about is our patrons that give us joy our in sweet, this dark time. Beautiful patrons. They really bring us light in this time. Um, so thank you for that. Especially like thank you for being here during this time when like money is fucking tight. Yeah. During this time. So yeah. like thank you for that. Um, to thank you, we are going to share what reductress article title you are. This week. It's been a minute. It has. I'm glad. Um, We're back. And few things bring me as much joy as these article titles. <laughs> yeah, they're very good. Um, would you like to start this week? I sure would. Shout out Rebecca Cohen. <laughs> Who's going to be... It's sort of like being in prison, says woman eating yogurt in bed who also has voting rights. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Alright, shout out to Elizabeth Swan. Ooh. (laughs) Uh, Who's going to be board game friend is weirdly cheerful about all this. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Shout out Amy Taylor. Who's going to be nice? Art Museum offers virtual tour, complete with guy on first date explaining everything. Ooh, <laughs> Shout out to Molt Gray. Yeah! Woo! <laughs> uh, who's going to be... <laughs> um, a woman offers to pay rent with hair ties. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Kelly Beck. Who's gonna be equality? This graphic tee comes in worse fabric with weird little sleeves for women. Oh God! (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Okay, shout out to (laughs) Taylor Brown, Town Lautner. Pay pay respects to our troop for two things. One. Ooh. For giving me pears this week in Animal Crossing. Thank Honestly, you for being our intern. <laughs> what a treasure. Taylor does nothing but give. Truly. <laughs> <laughs> our podcast would be in shambles without Taylor. I literally went to Taylor's Island, which is named Forks, by the way. Oh, fantastic. I went into Taylor's Island. I walked in two steps. She gave me pears. I was like, dope, thanks. And <laughs> I had nothing to give. Oh my god. Never meet um, your heroes. The, the, the <laughs> limelight's getting to our heads. We're too famous. We can't, we can't be bothered. <laughs> I felt like such an asshole. Oh I was like, god. you are so pure and I have nothing <sighs> to give you. <laughs> I will okay. say also shout out to one of our listeners who has an island called Isle Esme. So oh my god. Shout I know. out. Oh. Shout out. 
Um, okay, so Taylor, here's yours for this week. Um, <laughs> who knew jigsaw puzzles were so fun? <laughs> Says wild-eyed roommate moving dried beans around table. <laughs> 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 the photos gets against me. It's so chaotic. Oh, oh my god. Shout out Aaron Salinger. Pew, pew, pew. Who's gonna be aw? These people all went out on their balconies at the same time and masturbated to each other. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Uh, okay. And last but not least, shout out to Sophia Salinger. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Who's gonna be... Wow. This woman found a use for a 35th pillow. <laughs> that's you. That's, that's, that is me. That's your brand. I always need more pi- I sleep with so many pillows. Yeah. I have delicate bones. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Okay. All right. I have a fan fiction for you this week. Thank God. Um, it is in honor of the holiday that we are currently celebrating today. So this will be late for y'all folks in the time you're listening to this. But this is uh, this is titled April Fool's Day. Um, and it is by the author Kissy Fishy. Um, and... <laughs> Sorry. Um, and it was published on March 29th of 2010. So this is officially over 10 years old. Um, the summary for this is Bella pranks the vampires in honor of my most favorite holiday of the year. So I'm going to read a little bit of this for you. Um, the excerpt that i'm reading for you today is a little bit longer than normal Ooh, um, buckle up but but yes buckle up um but it i think i think it's worth it edward and the rest of the colons came slouching into the lunchroom confused the lights were all off alice still had her finger in her ear i can't understand how cotton balls wound up in our ears she exclaimed i should have seen it coming jasper froze and sniffed the air something's not right Rosalie hissed. I smell garlic, she growled. Emmett and Edward blanched. No, they said together. Suddenly, the lights flicked on, temporarily blinding the Cullens. When they blinked the spots from their superhuman eyes, they saw the entire student body, each clutching a head of garlic. A few of them had wooden stakes. Someone laughed demonically. Be gone, you fiends, they cried. All the students pelted the vampires with their garlic, whooping as they did so. Freaks, they screamed. Kill the vamps. Confused, the Cullens sprang into action, which was ducking under the lunch tables to shield themselves from the garlic bombardment. The ones that had wooden stakes leapt onto the table and pounded on it with their stakes, giving cries similar to an African voodoo session. Uh, Release the hounds, called another person. The werewolves bounded through the doors, snarling and howling enough to raise hell. Well, the vampires were already there, so it was more like pissing hell off. They pawed the ground like horses preparing to charge, raised their heads, and howled in unison. What were they thinking? Emmett cried to Edward. 
Edward grimaced. Mostly kill the vamps. And this is fun. Alice slammed her fist on the door. These damn dogs, I can't see anything now. Jasper, try to calm down the atmosphere, Rosalie commanded. Jasper, however, had caught my eye and I winked at him. Understanding flooded his face and suddenly he was in on the joke. I can't, he replied grimly. There's too many people. Edward fumbled for his cell phone. We gotta call Carlisle, he mumbled, panicking. Carlisle, Edward screamed into the phone. They know! End scene. Wow. So, you know, Edward's just freaking out. (laughs) Yeah, you know. You know how a good old prank just means giving your blushing bride of a boyfriend a little anxiety attack? Just just a casual little little spook, you know? A little just harmless a little spook. spook. A little spook. A little spook. Yeah. A yeah. harmless a harmless little freak out of some garlic. <laughs> Do you ever just buy out all of Forks' <laughs> garlic for a little it's prank? It's such a power move. It's like, I'm, I'm going to sell this whole goddamn town out. You're not going to be able to cook anything good for weeks. For weeks. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing it on the ground and bruising it just so that they can't eat anything good for forever. God, so powerful. So, thank you, Kissy Fishy, I think it was, for your <laughs> excerpt. Yeah. Um, hopefully, after a decade, you still enjoy this holiday. Because God knows nobody else does. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're the last one person keeping this alive. <laughs> yep. So, keep on keeping it on, I guess. So. <laughs> well, um, use garlic in your cooking if yes. you have access to it right now. And as we say in Seattle... Uh, get bit. And get whipped. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> this is an Earbud Media production. You can find us on Twitter at Earbud Media and listen to the rest of our shows. You can find this show on Twitter at Into the Twilight, as well as Into the Twilight.show. You can send us an email at Into the Twilight Show at gmail.com. You can also become a sponsor of the show or buy some merch at Into the Twilight.bigcartel.com. Our art is done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at Your Ghost Host 44 on Instagram, and our music is done by Eli Krause, you can find at Eli Sauerkraus and Krausfilms.com. The intro and outro is by KB Smith, who you can find at KB underscore underscore Smith on Twitter. You can find Allie on Twitter at Into Wild Places, and you can find me at Dyke Discourse. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media. Audio for everyone.